Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Okay, Matthew chapter 2. Is it there in your Bible? Bible says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Now, anytime you read your Bible and you hear Jerusalem, it talks, it represents the church, okay, or where the people of God is. Are you there? Okay. Should I read it from the NLT? Okay, let's continue. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star. In the east, and are come to worship him. And when Herod, the king, had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophets, O thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the, the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people, Israel. When Herod, sorry, then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, Can you see over here, the, the wise men are not mentioned that it, they are three. So you don't know the number. <laughs> Many people think that the wise men were three. But the Bible says, when he had called the wise men, inquire of them diligently what time the star appeared. Verse number eight. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go. Search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Verse number 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Verse number 11. Can we all read it together? One, go. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. 
So this is what happened. Bible says that when Jesus was born, there were wise men who saw his star. Hallelujah. They saw his star and they followed the star after they came to Jerusalem. And when they got there, they went to the king, Herod, to ask, where is Christ supposed to be born? Because we have seen his star. The one who is supposed to be the king of the Jews. And when Herod heard it, he was not happy at all. That as a king, there's another king who is coming to overthrow me. So Bible says he gathered the priests, the pastors, and the shepherds, and the basenter leaders, and the center leaders who know the Bible. That where is Jesus, the Christ, supposed to be born? And those who know, so he is supposed to be born in Bethlehem of Judah. And that is what the prophets have said. So Herod said unto the wise men, you know what, go to Bethlehem. That is where he is supposed to be born. Go and search for a young child. And when you see him, come and tell me so that I also go and worship him just like you are going to do. But Bible says, when you read further, which we may go into if there is time. Hallelujah. You know, God is so amazing. Going to Herod was just an announcement. When they came out of Herod's place, they did not need to ask even anybody to show them the route to Bethlehem. Bible said the star that they had seen, the star that they followed and brought them to where Herod was, that disappeared. When they communicated the birth of Jesus, the birth of the king of the Jews, and they came together for the priests and for all the people who were not aware that the Christ is in the system. To be aware, the priests got to know, the shepherds, the scribes got to know, the king got to know, his, all the people got to know that Christ is born. It was just an information. God was informing all the people. Hallelujah. May God begin to announce you. I say, may God begin to announce you. Hallelujah. He just wanted people to know that the the king is in town. Hallelujah. Very soon, God is going to announce your coming. People shall wait for your coming. Hallelujah. And right after the Bible said, the star that led them, they saw it again. And he led them up until they got into where the young child is. And when they saw the baby with the mother, Mary, they fell down, worshipped him. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, wise men worship Jesus. Tell another person, wise people worship Jesus. What are you worshipping? Are you worshipping ancestors? What are you worshiping? Wise men worship Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And Bible said they fell down. They were wise. Some of you, you are not yet even rich. You are not yet, I don't know. I, I don't want to use that word. But you cannot kneel down and worship the king of kings. But wise men fell down. Wise men fell down and worshipped him. Hallelujah. And not only were they worshiping, but after they finished worshiping, the Bible said that they opened their treasures, not their treasure. The Bible said they opened their treasures. 
Hallelujah. And they did not give silver. They did not give brass. They did not give wood or clay. Bible says, and they opened their treasures and they gave gold. Hallelujah. Yeah, they gave gold and not only gold, but frankincense and man. Hallelujah. My God, it's a blessing. So, not only are we supposed to worship the king of kings, but we are also supposed to give gifts. Hallelujah. Bible said they presented unto him gifts. So this morning, as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, our King, and our Master, it is time for us to do what wise men uh, do, or what wise people do. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I want to join the wise men. Tell another person, I want to join the wise people. I'm giving a very powerful offering. I'm paying my tithe and I'm giving a thanksgiving offering on this Christmas day. You know, somebody uh, said that if you have money, today is Christmas. But if you don't have money, today is Saturday. So, <laughs> may today be a Christmas for you. Everybody, today is Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Hallelujah. So I wish you Merry Christmas. May you be merry. May you be happy. May you be glad in the name of Jesus. How can today be Saturday? Today is Christmas. Tell somebody today is Christmas. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Please take your offering. Take your tithe, take your seed, and let us pray. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we give you all the glory for this great opportunity we have to see another Christmas. We don't take it for granted. Lord, what we have seen in these past two years tells us that anything can happen. Hey, and Lord, like you said, there must be a good reason for us to be around. And we say, to you be the glory. To you be the honor. To you be the praise. Our seed, our offering, our tithe. Oh, yes, we give it as a token of our appreciation for who you are in our lives and what you have done. Coming all the way. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please go ahead. There is no place for a lazy man in the house of God. There is no place for a lazy man in the house Hallelujah. of God. Hallelujah. Wow, I keep clapping. Hallelujah. Are we excited in the house? Was Jesus born? Hallelujah. Hey, it looks like we are not excited. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Yeah, show the one that Jesus is born. Amen. The Bible tells us that he came. And after he came, he died for his people. He descended and he ascended. The Bible said that when he ascended, he gave gifts unto men. Give the Lord a shout for the gift in our midst. Amen. With Jesus' joy.
clap your hands let us welcome our pastor our shepherd the 95th bishop of the uni Elisano Bishop Howard Mills our father Bishop Napoleon S. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you for the opportunity to be alive and to be part of the living. Lord, we don't take it for granted. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your grace. And thank you for what you are doing in our lives. Thank you for the good health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for sight. Thank you, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We say, have your way. On this special day that we celebrate your birthday, may we encounter you. May we experience you. May we not live here the same. Lord, touch us. Heal us. Deliver us. With some few days left, for this year to end, it is still possible that you will come through for us. Whatever you have said, you are able to do it. We honor you and we give you all the glory for your faithfulness. Thank you. Thank you for the spirit of understanding and for your power to heal, to deliver, and to set free in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Well, uh, Shepherd and Timothy, can you help me? I think I'm far from the audience. If this puppy can come to the front a bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, right here. Hallelujah. Okay, so Merry Christmas. I said Merry Christmas. Many people don't know how to respond. All you know is good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> All you know is how are you? I'm fine. And how are you? And you... When we say, you know, you are now a Christian, so you need to get used to the Christian traditions. Okay, yesterday, did you eat the shepherd's pie? Did you bake a shepherd's pie? You did not eat a shepherd's pie? Okay. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. And I pray for everybody here. You have a dining table. Yeah. The days of eating in your palm, moving around. It's over in the name of Jesus. In the coming year, I say in the coming year, I say in the coming year, you will be seated by a dining table. There will be a dining chair in the name of Jesus. And you will see yourself eating with fork and knife. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, some people are not receiving it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Have a dining table. 
and a dining chair Amen. in a dining hall. Amen. Yeah, with fork and knife in the place. You get the dining table and dining chair first. Get the cutlery, the fork and knife. Then I will show you when you finish eating how to put it in to show that you have finished. Hallelujah. The days of always fighting with the chicken are over. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be seated. It's a church. So... We've been sharing about how, uh, what it means to become a strong Christian. Is that not it? But today being Jesus' birthday, we need to talk about his birthday. Hallelujah. What does this birthday mean to you? One of the things that we need to always, you know, some people are just happy celebrating their birthday, but they don't understand what it means. Anytime you celebrate your birthday, it means you are closer to your grave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So don't just... You see, when you celebrate your birthday, you need to be very thoughtful. That, hey, how many is left? <laughs> you see, you see the, the, the church has become quiet. You see, so many people do things without understanding. And sometimes you are celebrating, you have not even thought about what it means. You have not taken stock of your life that this year, this year, what is it that I have done? What has my life become? Have I done something meaningful? You are just blowing the money, blowing the car, spending, buying, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, new dresses, new lipstick, new shoes, new wig, new things. New belt for the guys, new tie. Everything new on your birthday. But you, new cufflinks. But you need to ask yourself that, what, what does this mean? This birthday, when I take stock of my, what does it mean? Do, do you understand? Yeah. You need to find out that, look, this whole year, what has my life been? Some of us, it looks as though our life is put on, on pause or repeat. Repeat is even better. It's like, but it's like we are, we are on pause. Nothing is happening. Last three years was not different from last two years. And last two years and last year was the same. And this year also, it's all, I mean, to you, COVID or no COVID, it has not mean much. Do you understand? Rather, you are happy for the COVID that you have something to blame. Because had it not been the COVID, you wouldn't have any excuse. So COVID has come to really help you. Hey, this COVID has not allowed us. So turn your Bibles with me. We want to start from Genesis, from the beginning. I'm trying. Genesis chapter 3. Quickly, and we'll be out of here, because I know some of you, you have spice, some pork, and you put it in the fridge. You've already put the uh, uh, grill, whatever, in the sun, and you've opened it. The brush is by eight, and the sauce is standing. 
akimbo by it. So I will preach quickly and will go to will allow you to go and do your bride. What do you think? Genesis chapter three. Is Genesis in your Bible? Okay, Genesis chapter three. I'm reading from verse number eight. Bible says. Okay, maybe from verse number seven, you get some. Bible says, and the eyes of them both were opened. They were not blind, but their eyes opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among, amongst the trees of the garden. Are you there? And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Verse 11, and he said, who told thee that thou art naked, or thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou should, shouldest not eat? And the man said, the woman whom thou givest to me, uh, to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. That's all, direct. 13, and the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me. The word beguiled me, deceived me, and I did it. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Are you there? And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Are you there? And unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam, unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, hey, and hast eaten of the tree, you need to know when to listen to your wife. <laughs> and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Tongues also and testes shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. 
In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, and thus thou art, and thus, and unto thus shalt thou return. Say mercy. mercy. Are you there? Verse number 20, the Bible says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living things. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this is a, 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 a portion of scripture that is very relevant to us in this day. Because always when you begin to think, you see, if you don't meditate and think about things, you wouldn't even understand why should Jesus even come? Why should God become a man in the first place? Are you here? Yeah. When you think about why should why should God leave heaven and come? The portion of scripture we have just read is what necessitated the coming of Jesus. Hallelujah. The plan of God and the purpose of God being destroyed by the deception that the devil brought. Bible says that now when God came to Adam, Adam was hiding from him. Adam and the wife, he said, we had. It, you know, sometimes things, it, it's like when you do something wrong, suddenly the person you do something appears. Uh, have you noticed uh, that thing? When they were there, they did not hear. All that. But when they ate of the fruit, certain Bible said they heard the voice of God walking in the garden. Just after they have, uh, how many have, have been there? You just finished sinning or there, you notice that, ah! What is this? Then Adam said, Lord, I heard your voice, but I was naked. And I was afraid, so I hid myself. And God said, that, what? The only thing that can let you to know that you are naked, it means you, you, you have eaten. Have you eaten of the tree, that I, the fruit that I told you you should not eat? Have you eaten of it? Then Eve, uh, Adam. Maybe the answer should have been, the Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that is why we are learning in church how to say sorry. Because the inability to say sorry brings a lot of cases. That's why we are here. He should have said, Lord, I'm sorry. I am sorry. You know, Adam was the one who was told the instruction and all that. Everything Adam was the one. So you have eaten. You were the one who were told. Why are you trying to blame somebody? And Often people who don't understand this simple principle don't do well as leaders. You know, when something happens, you may not be the one who has done it, but you are responsible as a leader. When you're a team leader, whatever goes wrong, you did not do it. But it's under your watch. Hello? Yeah, so Adam, yes, you did not initiate it, but you have eaten it. So all you wanted to say is, Lord, I'm sorry I have missed it. You cry small. But Adam said, no, 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 no. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's the woman. It's the, you see how cases come? It's the woman that you gave me. 
So accusation began. So instead of saying sorry and taking responsibility, hmm? yeah, instead of, for instance, have you seen me singing praise and worship over here before? Have you seen leading uh, the choir? But when the choir sing and it doesn't work, I'm the one who's the responsible. Because I have allowed you. And they want the church and the music. I don't tune the uh, microphone. But whatever, they, I am the one who answers for it. I can never say that I am not the one. I did not do it, but I'm responsible. Hallelujah. Hello. When the dancing stars were dancing, if it doesn't work, I'm the one. The number of people who dance, I'm the one. I did not ask them that few people should dance. But if, they, 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 do you understand? That is how leadership is. But Adam said, no, 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 Lord. Let, let be clear over here. I was at somewhere when you said that I am alone. And you are, you are going to make, you brought this lady, look at what, the problem that you have brought. When I was alone, there hasn't been any such problem. There hadn't been any such problem. It's the introduction of the addition you brought in. So Lord, it's not me, it's the woman that you brought. The woman. And Adam and the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me the tree and I did it. Do you understand? That is why when you come to the latter chapters, God says that anyone who finds wife has found a good thing. Are you getting it? He stopped giving people wives so that he is not. Uh, yeah. You have to go and find. If a man finds a wife, now you need to find your wife. God is tired of being blamed for things. So that you don't blame God again. So okay, now when a man finds a wife, hmm, who finded a wife, finded a good thing, and obtained favor from the Lord, he will give you favor because... Can I remove my jacket? I'm sure you are already impressed. I'm sure you're you already impressed with my jacket. So I can remove it. The girl has fallen in love for me, cry. I'm killing her softly with my jacket. Please, please, get your own. Sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. So God moved and comes to the woman and said, what is this that thou has done? What is this? Even, can you believe that at this point they had not even named you Eve? They had no, you were, you were just created. Yeah, you were just created. You have not even been given a name. Look at the problem you have brought. It was after all this thing that Adam called her Eve. <laughs> but we said, and God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? <laughs> and, and the woman also said, uh, you know what? Left to me alone, I wouldn't eat this thing. It is your creation. 
it is the serpent. How can you create such a, a, a wise animal? How can you create such a, a wise animal that can let me see what I was not seeing? He said, it's, it's not me. It's the serpent. He said, the serpent began me. I did it. Then God turned to the serpent. And he said, because you have done this. Then he began to said, thou art cursed above. So there's no animal that is as cursed as snakes, serpents. It's cursed above all beasts, all animals. See, that's why when you read the book, As Wise as Serpent, even as cursed, he's cursed more than any animal, but he's more successful than all the animals who are not cursed. It's wild. The serpent who is cursed above all animals. So you can really assign breakthrough even if there's a curse in your life with the wisdom. Hallelujah. And the Bible says he cursed him. Then verse number 15. Look at verse number 15. This is where I'm interested in. The Bible says, and he came to the woman. Hmm? Okay, 14. Let's finish the 14. He said, and the Lord said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put what? Enmity between thee and the woman. So I will put what? Amity. God says that I'm going to, because of what the, the part of the case is that there is going to be a perpetual enmity between the woman and the, the serpent. Are you there? And between thy seed and her seed. So the serpent's children and the lady's children are also going to fight. The lady is going to fight the, <laughs> the, the, the serpent. And the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman are also going to continue. And it says that it shall bruise thy head. Are you there? And thou shalt bruise his heel. So he was talking about the seed of the serpent. He said there's a fight. There's a perpetual fight. You and the devil, you are going to be fighting. You will not like each other. And what is going to happen is that there's going to be also enmity between your seed and the seed of the serpent. But your advantage is that you think about it. Think about it. He said your advantage is that you will crush, you will bruise the, the head of the serpent. Do you understand? It means you are able to crush the head of the serpent, but because you are going to do the, 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 the heel, your, your leg, the heel that you bruise will be painful. It's going to also pain you. It's like the pain in crushing. So this is where uh, Jesus comes in. Who is the woman? The woman is the church. Hallelujah. Hello? Do you know that the woman is the church? 
The woman, anytime you read the Bible, when you talk, they, they talk about a woman, is the church, okay? And the seed of the woman, the souls, that is what is supposed to bruise. The reason why the devil is attacking women and women are not able to rise up. Women are more anointed. They are more anointed than men. The most anointed person we have seen in our world is, was a woman, Catherine Coma. She was so anointed, it's not funny. Hallelujah. Yeah. But the enemy is able to engage us with disturbances, with worrying, fear, with issues that will not allow us even to notice that we are anointed. Because the devil knows that it is not the seed of the man. Adam was there. This was not uh, relating to Adam. It did not, they did not tell Adam that something will come. He said, no, 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 no. It is the seed of the woman. The seed of the woman is the one that should bruise the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. So you need to understand this. So this uh, is a prophetic, it was direct and it was also prophetic. Hallelujah. Go to Revelation chapter 12, quickly. Revelation chapter 12, verse number 1. Let's read it quickly, then you will see. Bible said, there appeared, what? A great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, and the moon was under her feet, and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. And she, and she being with a child, traveling in birth and pain to be delivered. This is what Revelation, you see, Genesis, it said the seed of the woman. And the woman had taken a seed and ready to give birth and travel in birth and pain to be delivered. Verse number three, and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, the serpent that Adam did not deal with it in Genesis. By revelation, it has become a dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon the heads. Verse number four, and he still drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth, and the dragon stood before, what? The dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it is born. As soon as what? It is born. That is why there's a lot of birth complication, mortality rate, and there is something that has to do with the seed of a woman. When women rise up and become pastors and they bring forth spiritual children, our father, the bishop, is a seed of a woman. Auntie Betty, a lady who taught her how to do your quiet time, how to look at what has happened. So there are prophetic destiny for the seed of the woman to destroy the works of the enemy. That is why the enemy does not allow you to, he doesn't want you to allow you to be fruitful. He wants you to keep you at bay. He wants you to tag you with a lot of baggage and luggage to be, to be so loaded that you will not even have the opportunity to have a seat. 
Most ladies in other churches will just be uh, cooking and uh, serving tea and shepherd's power. That is all they do. But the woman is the prophetic person who is supposed to bring forth and her seed is supposed to crush the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. And by this uh, birthday message, I call forth for every lady, every woman, every girl, uh, every mother, rise up and have seeds that will crush, crush the head of the enemy. Hallelujah. In your life, in the family, in the church, wherever you are, the seed of the woman is what God is waiting for. That is the prophetic solution that we are waiting for. Hallelujah. That is why when you read, let's go to, I don't know whether I have time to read, read more. But, so the Bible talks about a woman. You know, when you go to uh, Micah, or Malachi, yeah, chapter 4, the last. Malachi chapter 4. Let's read from verse number 4. You, 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 you will see something. Okay. Continue verse number 5. Okay, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. Uh-huh. Before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. Okay. And he shall turn the heart. Okay. Is that the last one? Okay. Maybe you should have gone to verse uh, 1. It talks about the end. It talks about the son of righteousness with arrive with healing in his wings. Hallelujah. The son of righteousness. But when we read Revelation, it talks about the great wonder that appeared. The woman that was clothed with the sun and the moon is under, the, under her feet. Hallelujah. The woman which depict the church must be clothed with the sun, which is the New Testament, and the moon is the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, that is how the church is supposed to. The church is supposed to be clothed with the New Testament. Okay? And the Old Testament should be under our feet. That is what... The Bible is saying. So when the woman or when the church takes on the New Testament, apply it, practice it, obey it, being guided by the Old Testament, do you understand? Then you will be ready to be pregnant, to bring forth seeds, sons that will crush the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. And Bible says, when you continue, verse number three, look at it. And ye shall tread upon the wicked. No, uh, Revelation. Go to Revelation. Chapter 12, verse number 3. Yeah. Okay. Number 4, verse 4. Bible says, and he still drew part, okay, as soon as to devour the, her child, as soon as uh, it was born. Go, verse number 5. And she brought forth a man child and was to rule all nations with rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. Talking about Jesus. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared of God that they, they should 
feed her there a thousand and two hundred and three score days. That three and a half years. It's talking about, I mean, the, 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 what is going to happen. You see, it said that the woman was given wings. If you go further, she was given wings and it flew. Talking about the rapture. When the rapture happens, after the rapture, 300 or three and a half years, or 1,260 days, okay? Yeah, before, when the Son of God, when the, son, the, 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 the rapture happens, the woman is taking the church. When the church is raptured, he goes into a place prepared for her. Three and a half years, and after that, it will come again. That's the second coming. But what am I talking about? I'm talking about the birth of Jesus. What necessitated this is the fall. The fall of man in the garden. When the serpent deceived Adam and Eve, and they fell, and the fall of man, or the fall of man, caused man to lose all the things that God has prepared for man. Now man lost the presence of God. Sicknesses, pain, different things had to come in. That is, that is the miserable state that man finds himself. Hallelujah. And what can we do without the presence of God? That is why when Jesus came, he did not come as anybody, but he came as God with us. The reintroduction of the presence of God with us. God with us again. Hallelujah. I said God with us again. Amen. Emmanuel. That's why when you read from um, Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse number 28, when you read coming, it talks about the birth of Jesus, how it is going to be. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And she, and when she saw him, she was troubled in, at his saying and cast in her mind, What manner of salutation should this be? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Okay, behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name, what? Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Continue. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And then, then said Mary unto angel, how shall this be seen, I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called a son of God. Are you there? And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. Hallelujah. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the birth of Jesus. Why should Jesus come? Because the plan of God, the purpose of God for man, 
was disturbed, was changed by the fall of man. The deception, hallelujah. The deception that came in, man was not made to die. God did not create man to die. No. That is why you notice that even the first man after the fall could live over 900 and something years. Recently, I was reading a book, and I got to know that, I mean, it's over here. Because of what has happened, that we grow. We grow and become old. But when you enter into eternity, it's like you, you are on pause. You, you are like, do you understand? Because God said that the day you shall eat of this, you will die. The wages of sin is that sin causes you to, all the things within you, to begin to wear out. They degenerate and they become feeble and they will be, I mean, becoming frail before you notice. You are going sin. is like a poison to the body. Sin is like a poison. Hallelujah. The wages of sin is death. Are you here? So God has to send somebody to come and die so that through him, God will be with us again. Because it is the presence of God. It is the power of God. It is the presence of God that takes away all the problems that man has. Hallelujah. Because when God created man and the man, I mean, was formed man and was clear, it was the presence of God, the breath of God that brought life into man. Hallelujah. After the fall, Adam sowed uh, leaves and different things to cover themselves. It did not work. They were out of the garden. Different things were happening. God had to find a way from the prophets, the priests. Many people tried to reconnect back to God. They couldn't. They had to sacrifice uh, bulls for their sins, turtledoves and pigeons and different things, so they will still be in the presence of God. Sin was separating man from God, and the gap between God and man was widening. It was not getting closer. You see, you can see that Adam sinned, but even when he had sinned, he did not tell lies. That is one of the things that I'm always, I say, there was no lies in Adam. Where are you? He said, I heard your voice. I was naked and I hid myself. Have you eaten the, this? He said, yes, I ate it. My way. You see, the communication, Adam did not lie. Adam did not lie. That is why Adam could live till 900 and something. Lies are killing us slowly. Adam did not lie. Sin was not rooted in Adam. He made a mistake, yes. But he said, as they lived on, the gap between man and God was widening. We're deteriorating. We're becoming corrupt. That's when you read Genesis chapter 6. It said, and, and, the, and the thought and the imagination of man was continually evil. And it repented the Lord that he had made man. He said, I would destroy man that I have made. And at that point, he said, his days, I will reduce his days. He cannot, I will bring his days to 120. 120, still man is. Do you know that it was a prophecy in the days of Enoch, the one who walked with God, that he was not. 
He said, a day will come that when men get to the age 70, they will, they will say they are very old. He said, a time is coming that when man reaches 70, they will boast that they are very old. Because they were 900 and other, they couldn't believe that ah, a time will come that when somebody is 70, he will boast that he's old. That was a prophecy. <laughs> that was a prophecy. Today, when you are 70, you even feel that you, are, you have clock years. You've been around. Because the presence of God, the presence of God that departed from us causes a lot of trouble. Causes a lot of trouble. So the coming of Jesus, hallelujah, that's why he came as God with us, hallelujah. It is the presence of God that made us who we were in the garden. It was the presence of God that made us a living soul. It was the presence of God that made us able to move, hallelujah. So the coming of Jesus, God with us again, hallelujah. That's what Matthew chapter 121, Bible says, you shall give birth. A virgin shall give birth, and you shall call his name Jesus. And what will he do? He shall save or deliver his people from their sins. Hallelujah. Our sins, our sins from the days of Adam up to now. It is the coming of Jesus, the birth of Jesus that brought the hope. Hallelujah. It is the birth of Jesus that brought the hope. Amen. And Jesus is the seed of the woman. That has come to bruise the head of the serpent. Bible says, if the Lord of glory had known, he wouldn't have crucified. Yeah. If Satan, the God of this world, had known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. Yeah. He crashed his head. Bible says that he made, he made public display, public display of demons. He crashed everything that the enemy has done when Jesus came. He destroyed it. He had made people blind. He said, see. He had made people crippled. He said, walk. He had made people deaf. He said, hear. He said, what is your problem? You cannot straighten up. People are bent up. He said, straighten up. People die. Premature death. It's not their time. He said, you can't die like that. Come out. I say unto you, arise. Hallelujah. He came to destroy every work of the enemy. His birth is the hope. Hallelujah. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. The glory we have with the Father, that did not allow us to see our nakedness, did not allow us to be sick, did not allow us to die prematurely. It comes again through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you here? But what I want to end today with is that the birth of Jesus Christ, as we celebrate and we enjoy, it is not something that was joyful to the one who brought forth Jesus Christ. Can you be trusted with problem? Can God trust you with pain? As a Christian, that is where we end today. Can God trust you? God was able to trust Mary with her problem. Are you prepared to be misunderstood? Mary, like you, 
a Christian, if even you are a virgin. That one another day to talk about that. If even you are a virgin. And I thank God. I thank God for all the virgins that God has created. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. But listen to this. If God was to do something like that in our day, will you qualify? Will you be able to become the new, the new Mary? But Mary found favor because virginity is, is, is holiness in a secret place. Hallelujah. Yeah, being holy, being righteous. In a secret. Nobody knows. Nobody can see whether you are or you are not. But God knows. And Bible says Mary found favor with God. God trusted a virgin with a problem. And the Bible says she was espoused. Did, did we read it? She was espoused to a man called Joseph. And before they came together, she was found with a baby. Are you ready? Who, 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 are you ready to go through the humiliation? You sing in the choir. You dance with the dancing stars. You, and you, 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 you just have somebody paying the lobola and you tell the person that you, you are pregnant. You see, when we look at the birth of Jesus and we celebrate, but it is not a, a, a simple thing. The ridicule. The shame. Can you imagine the, the, the father of Mary and the mother, what they would tell Mary? That all these years you've been going to church You've been going for all night. You've been speaking in a language you say it's called what? Look at what we are. Oh, shame on you. Shame on you. Can, you. can you be trusted with a problem? Do you know what Mary had to go through? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about what Mary had to go through for us to be celebrating what we are celebrating? What are you also ready to go through? What are you also ready? The Christmas that we are celebrating, is you see, when Mary was alive, it wasn't a nice thing to her. It reminded the difficult, even the person who loved her, even almost changed her mind. I don't know what, what Joseph said to Mary, but you... Your guess is as good as mine. If you marry somebody and you found that some, the person is pregnant, what will you say to her? All those things. Huh? <laughs> you marry and you find that. What? So, Joseph, think about what, I mean, Joseph also had to say to Mary. Think about all the things that Mary had to receive from Joseph, from his own parents, from his siblings, from the church family from the community, from his school uh, uh, classmates. Do you understand? Then Joseph's family. Even after Joseph had had the dream that it is of God. And Joseph said, I will take her like that. Ha! The family realized and said, oh. I'm sure the mother and the father of, the, of Joseph said, that, ah, you are foolish like your father. <laughs> 
Hey! <laughs> the thing that Joseph will go through, I mean, he, he will let Mary go through something. But after he changes his mind, what he will also go through. Uh, even some of us, even if you want to do it, because of friends and what people do, you change your mind. So I want you to picture, that is what I want you to picture. That is what I want you to picture as, as we, 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 we close our service. Do you think that it was pleasant? It was so nice for Mary for nine months. As she's moving about, what were people thinking of her? And even as she gave birth, what was, I mean, people will say, that, hey, <laughs> she's the one, hey, it will be the talk of town. Hey. She said she was a virgin. Everybody knows that she was the only virgin. Now look at what I said. <laughs> you see that people who, they will be calling her. PV. PV, pregnant virgin. They will be calling her. MPV, Mary the pregnant virgin. MPV. MPV, MPV, PV. Pregnant virgin. It's like the ridicule. And we are not ready to go through anything. What are you ready to go through for something also to be birthed through you? Ministry needs to come out of you, my sister. Spiritual children will have to come out of you. What is the shame? What is the trouble? What is the ridicule? What is the thing that you are going to go through from your mother and your father, from your friends, even from your husband? When the thing begins to work, your husband or your wife who is against you will now change their, their mind. They always change their mind. Like Joseph. I mean, I'm sure. She said, oh, you know, the word I was saying it, I read it in a poem. I wanted to really <laughs> recite it. I did not mean it. It was so harmful. I'm sorry and all that. But he has already said it. I'm sure he called her names. <laughs> is that what you have done to me? I thought if somebody has said this, I will say no. You are making the world laugh at me. So as we close quickly, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 14, uh, 16 and 17. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Are you here? Be encouraged also. Hallelujah. That the day that we are so happy, unbelievers are paid bonuses. Christians are paid bonuses. Even Krishna, people who don't know him, are enjoying because of Jesus, his birth. Hallelujah. But it was so painful. It was an agony. Something that they dreaded because of what had happened. But as we are celebrating this, I'm also encouraging you that you also be ready. Hallelujah. Be ready to go through something. Be ready to go through ridicule. Be ready to suffer. Be ready to bear a pain so that another spiritual birth will come through you. Hallelujah. Amen. A basenta will come through you. Amen. A center will come through you. Amen. A ministry will come through you. Amen. Something, a church will come through you. Amen. Bible says, for we cause, we faint not. 
But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Verse number 17. That's what I'm looking for. For our light affliction. Hallelujah. The light affliction of Mary. All the things she went through. Now she can esteem it. Hallelujah. For our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. Hallelujah. Worked for us. A far more exceeding. And eternal weight of glory. Hallelujah. Be encouraged to go through. I don't know what you are going through. As you do basenta, the center work, as you move around winning souls, teaching them, having to pray for them, visit them, counsel them, do so many things. It is, it is painful. You need to reduce your sleep. You need to save money. It costs money to do anything. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage you that so did Mary also suffer. So did Mary. Can you, do you know pregnancy? Some people, when they get pregnant, the shape of their nose change. It becomes, boom, it doesn't go back. Their size are increased. Hmm? Their shoe size. Yeah, from size 8, they become size 18. Different, different things. Yeah. Now, they, they, they had a lot of calves. One pregnancy, now all the calves is gone. They are... That's why now they are wearing boo-boo, you see, things that doesn't show. You don't know how to dress. If you don't have shape, you wear things that doesn't. <laughs> there are people, one bit, they have stopped wearing skirts and uh, uh, brows. They cannot wear skirts. No, because there's no waist. They wear. <laughs> hey! And that is what somebody had to go through. Do you think that Mary did not like her shape? And labor ward pains. Everything they, at that day, there was no anesthesia. They couldn't do CS, nothing. What she had to go through. Are you ready to go through something like that? Bible says, for our light affliction. Hallelujah. Tell somebody that I am ready to go through some afflictions. For it will work for me. A far more exceeding weight of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 2. Verse number 11 and 12. The Bible says. Look at it. Second Timothy. Whereunto I am appointed. Chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11, yeah. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Hallelujah. Verse number 12. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. May I counsel you to suffer for him. May I counsel not to deny him. What are you suffering for Christ? In Philippians chapter 1, verse number 29, Bible says unto us, we are not given only to believe, but also to suffer for his sake. The Christmas we are celebrating is somebody's greatest pain. As we are given bonus and holiday, and we are chewing chicken and pork, and we are, are calling for different things, and our mouths are oily as we are here, 
you are looking at the bride you are going to do different already. You have eaten two kg cake. When they ask, are you not watching your way to so no, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Christmas with loss doesn't work. It's Christmas. But Bible says, unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Are you ready to suffer for the sake of Christ? Did Mary suffer for his, the sake of Christ? Yeah, so why won't you also? If Mary suffered for the sake of Christ, we can also do something. Hallelujah. In order to also give birth to a spiritual son, uh, the shame, the pain, the things that you go through, but go through it. It is worth it. Hallelujah. Are you here? Okay. The last. Should I give you two more? Just one more. Okay, Paul. When Paul was called in Acts chapter, I think it's chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. Look at it. When Paul was called, look at what Jesus told him. He said, but the Lord said unto him, if you have red letters, these are red letters. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. 16. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. The calling of Paul, the, 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 um, the proclamation of his call is the great things he will have to suffer. As you are praying for the ministry and the call and you are thinking, the things you enjoy, <laughs> the things, <laughs> great things you enjoy, when you are coming, people will be calling you Papa. People will take your Bible and, and, and you will say to them, children, how are you? <laughs> you are thinking, oh, when I, I can see when I go for a, a place, they will bring me juice and I will drink. And I say, ah, I'm the man of God. <laughs> what great things you must suffer. What, what great things. That's the call. said, I have chosen him. He must appear to the Gentiles, kings, the children of Israel. And, but I need him to know the great things. Not things he will suffer. Great things he must suffer. If God declare your calling like that, will you want to continue? Will you still want to continue? This is what is destroying their Christianity. People see preachers in television, they, they think that uh, uh, being a minister is, is like a luxury. You come like a comedian with uh, velvet uh, jacket. You are wearing velvet jacket, flowers everywhere, and your shoe, your shoe is uh, uh, pink, your, 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 your socks is yellow, and different, you are like a rainbow colors, the color blocking, and you have a A lapel that is bigger than 
a blanket. <laughs> and you are not ready to suffer anything. You don't study the Bible. People are in your church who don't know God, but you are, you are the pastor. Hey! How great things he might suffer. I'm talking about Jesus' birth, what it meant to Mary. What does it mean to you? Are you ready to go through some things? The last, but not the least, as we close. It's Matthew chapter 5, verse number 10. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 10. Part of the Beatitudes. Bible says, blessed are they. Which what? Which are persecuted for righteousness sake. For their, this is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Have you been persecuted for not lying? Have you been persecuted for not cheating? What have you been persecuted for? When you are persecuted for doing wrong things, there's no blessing. But Bible says, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. Sometimes because you don't want to lie, you may not even be employed in a certain company. Yeah, because you want to do the right, it may cost you. It may cost you your monthly salary. Because they want you to lie. They want you to be like all of them. Because you don't want to sleep with a boss, you may, you may not have a promotion. What are you going to? You, you, can, you can be the ridicule in the world that we have come to. Many people are not ready to go through anything for the sake of Christ, for the sake of their faith, for the sake of who Christ is, so that something will come. So we are Christians, but there is nothing, there is no glory. Nothing comes out of that because we are not ready to pay the price. We are not ready to do what it takes. But on this birthday, I want you to just imagine the sufferings, the troubles, the afflictions that Mary went through and tell yourself that if Mary had to go through this, Lord, help me to also attempt. Hallelujah. Some of us, even the temptation, it's not, you don't make even an attempt. Attempt to resist it. It's like, oh, but this one is a temptation. You can't do it. It's a temptation. Let me fall for it. <laughs> you, you, it's like you meet the temptation. So it's a temptation. It's a temptation. It's a temptation. Like one lady misbehaving. Sleeping around and he came and said, but pastor, uh, the Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. So you, you, you have the scriptures to support your sinful life. But I pray that on this birthday, you have an encounter. May the Holy Spirit touch your heart. Oh, may a new love, a new love for God. And for the things that you need, everyone here, under the sound of my voice, there's something God will use your life for. Yeah, there's something that will come out of you. Some of us, we are already pregnant with ideas. We are pregnant with people that we need to bring to church. The people that we need to talk to. Things that we need to, we know. But what it will cost us to rise up and pray. To go for uh, waiting. To study and to 
and to teach the people is become a problem. You are recycling old knowledge. You don't read when you go, you go and tell stories for them to laugh. Because what it will take for you to bring forth, it will be painful. You have to cut your sleep. You have to even spend money that you could use for something else. It costs money. It costs money. I'm telling you, no, no, nobody told you, I'm telling you, to save God properly, it is going to cost you money. It will cost you your time. It will cost you your sleep. It will cost you some things, even friends. It will cost you so many things. But I have good news for you. Like the Bible says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. Say, for our light affliction is working for you. Hallelujah. A great, a great reward in eternity. Soon and very soon, this life will be over. What you have done for the master, what you have done for the Lord. May we be like the Marys and the Pauls and the people who were able to go through what they had to go through. He said, go and you'll be shown how great things you must suffer for my things, for my sake. Hallelujah. As we close, I want you to pray. I want you to say, Holy Spirit of God, help me to pray. Teach me to pray. I don't know even how, but I help me, help me, so that I will also be able to go through what I need to go through so that I will bring forth. There is no one, listen to me, there is no one who goes to labor laughing. You see somebody in labor, say, I'm in labor. <laughs> you ask the mothers, there's no one. Some insult their uh, uh, husbands. <laughs> Some will be slapping their child. Uh, doctor, when? When? When will this pain be over? Doctor, hey, hey, we, nobody told me this. I shouldn't have. <laughs> nobody goes to labor with joy. You go and see the person in labor, what she's in labor and eating ice cream. No. Sometimes you see the person. When you don't go to labor and see people wearing nice wig. They have told you, they have forgotten where they are wig. Have you seen somebody in labor who is wearing a pencil hill? Oh. They are barefooted. <laughs> they are moving there. It's like a, an all-night prayer. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that is how labor is. And that is the suffering I'm expecting you also to go through. So that, look, they are spiritual children. They are, even your family members, they will be convicted one after the other. If you agree to go through the pain to go through the suffering, to go through what you have to go through, it will be well with your life. Bow your head with me, wherever you are, and begin to talk to him, the Lord. Show me, oh yes, the things I need to sacrifice, the things I need to give up. Oh yes, Lord, that your scripture will be fulfilled, that I am not called only to believe that, oh, I will also suffer for your namesake, that if I suffer with you, I will also reign with you. Oh, if I die with you, then I will also uh, live in this new life. Oh, for our light affliction, wicked for us, a great, a great, a great rewarder. Mahuta Sante, Ronde, Limo, Tubo, Tasa, Hey, Mahando Rondeliba. 
Holy Spirit of God, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Still praying. Still praying. Oh, tell him, Lord, uh, help me. Help me that I will also bring forth, Lord. That I will also be fruitful. That I will also go through what I need to go through. That I will do what you have me to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We call on you. We pray to you. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Your birth, oh yes, was painful to somebody. Oh yes, Lord. May we also... Ah, go through what we need to go through so others will be saved. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Close your eyes wherever you are. As we close, maybe somebody invited you, want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. If that is what you are saying, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. Lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again, stand wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again on this special day. You want to give your life to Jesus. You don't want to go to hell. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. I pray with them and I pray for them. Please, if you've lifted your hand, move quickly and come to me. Yes, come my brother, come my sister from the back everywhere. You lifted your hand. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly, come. Come, 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 come quickly. My sister, come. God bless you. My brother, come. God bless you. 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 You are coming. I'm waiting for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Space there. God bless you. If you are coming, come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Father, thank you for this special day. The day of the celebration of your birth. We pray. Please lift your hands with me and say with me, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and cleanse me. Wash me with your blood. From now, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you. I receive you into my heart as the savior, the Lord, and the master. Please write my name. Say my name is, mention your name. Please write this name in your book of life. From today, I am yours. From today, I belong to you. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, I pray for your wonderful children. I bless them with your blessing on this important day, Lord. Let their names be, O oh God, in the book of life. And bless them with your spirit. That they walk with you forever. That when all is said and done, Lord, we will see each other in heaven. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. What you've done is the most important decision you've taken.
I want our who, who is on this? Who? Under. Okay. I want you to go with our brother. He is going to pray with you. Okay. Do we have the uh, born again small book? I need a gift. It's a special day. Give, uh, every one of them should have a book. The small book is there. So please uh, go with our brother there. He will pray with you, give you a gift, and you will come right back. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together. The rest of us, let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be here. And thank you. We don't take it for granted what you've done for us. Thank you for your word. May we also receive the grace and what it takes to go through what we need to go through to be fruitful. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.